0: I had a strange phase too about love. I thought like polyamory was something I wanted to do and just have two girlfriends. But nah, (laughs) nah, nah y'all, it's not it's not it's not what it's cracked up to be.
1: Yeah, honestly, I've been fucking up. Honestly, I've been fucking up because I haven't been introducing myself for like the past three episodes, two, three episodes, but hey, I'm Anthony Brandon here on the set of the Creative Hills podcast, a podcast for creatives by creatives, and today we got my guy over here, what's up? Santo Silva.
0: Santo Silva in the building, y'all, what's happening? What's good, bro?
1: What's uh, I know you just got a little bit of sleep last night, but but you, how are you feeling?
0: Uh, I feel as good as I look. Amazing. <laughs> I look amazing? All right, cool. I feel amazing. I feel amazing.
1: <laughs> no, but I've known you for like a few a few months now. You're one of the early people I met because of Chase, our our guy Chase mm-hmm. and uh we've kind of gotten to talk a uh, a good amount and you shared a bit of your story with me and I've gotten a lot of good advice from you so
0: Yeah, man. So thank you. You're like journey. you're like my my little industry, bro. Hey, there you go. To be real, so I'm just giving you the gems, but I know eventually there's going to come a time where I may need the favor too, so if you got some gems for me, you know, don't for hold sure. back.
1: I got you. But uh for everyone listening, what um who's
0: who's Santo Silva? Uh Santo Silva, uh well, ladies and gentlemen, I have no idea. Uh it's my last name. I'm a singer songwriter. Um I'm a nomad, I've traveled in different states and written for a lot of people. Uh but right now I'm currently signed to Bobby Valentino and we're just going on this journey of uh being an artist more than a writer. So yeah. it's it's interesting for sure.
1: You're, you've been in L.A. for, I think you said like two, three years now, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, are we counting COVID? Does that count? Are we a lot? You
1: want to count it? Nah. nah no, no we count. just
0: erased COVID from, <laughs> from the history books. So that, yeah, I've only been here for a year. For a year. For a year, <laughs> yeah.
1: Nice. But uh, I'm pretty sure your life has changed a lot from the time you got here to before to like a year before that. Like in the last three years, how much, can you
0: explain a little bit about like how your life has changed? um shoot drastically well for those who do know me um you know you know that i'm Verdean. i write my people heavy coming here from boston you know it's a completely different uh, environment you know even moving to boston from florida was a culture shock but even making this move here was another culture shock Uh, you know i never thought it'd be so easy to meet so many celebrities bro (laughs) Yeah. And they're like, you know, at first I used to get starstruck, but I'm just like, yo, this is really the place to to shoot your shot and make it. 100%. And uh, yeah, that's how I got signed over to Bobby V. Um, so now I'm just, you know, riding under his wing. We're going on tour. Uh, since then, I've been writing with some incredible people. Bye, Sumo. Uh, <laughs> with some incredible people that's kind of made me so much uh, a better writer, too. So the challenges are here. The opportunities are here. It's It's crazy. It's crazy. But, uh, so you're, when Tom Brady moved, were you still a Tom Brady fan? <laughs> uh, yeah, man, for sure. Yeah? Yeah, I'm not gonna switch on my man, he's the GOAT, you know? And plus, like I said, I'm from Central Florida, so mm. that's, Tampa Bay is another home for me. So you're
1: good. I got,
0: um, so now you've been making music under Santo Silva
1: for about, what, two years now?
0: Yeah. No, actually, a year. A year? Yeah. Okay.
1: And... Now you have, um, you're starting to put out music and uh, everything's just really going for you and you're starting to get the ball rolling. I helped you out with that uh, music video that you started, the remix that you put out a little while ago. Um, what can we expect coming next on the way? Uh,
0: probably a couple more features lined up, but right now I'm really focusing on um, trying to expand my artistry. It's a personal project, so you know, with the with the team, like we have got our own thing going on. But from myself, and I was like, okay, well, what can I do to just be a better artist? You know, am I just a vocalist? Am I just a songwriter? Like, can I be more? So there's this thing called sessions that I'm gonna start doing on my Instagram. I already uh, put out the first cover video, Mr. Brightside, Mr. Brightside, co-produced by my man Chase Aaron, uh, and edited co-edited by Chase Aaron but I, I wanted to take the liberty to challenge these records you know songs that people usually don't cover or you know are too shy to cover or too afraid to um and embrace you know the 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 challenge of flipping the record making it my own but also providing a visual uh you know directed by me um so that way I can be able to to, to get a grasp of what it is to be an editor as well just just touching up on, on a whole lot of aspects of being an artist you know uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a fun little journey.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I remember us talking a while ago and and we were talking about the journey of how there's so many being a musician, there's so many different areas. Like you said, there's so many different areas you can tap into, whether it's songwriting, being in front of the camera, being outside of the camera for you. I, I have a sense that you're not necessarily like, you kind of have to be like, as you have to be in front of the camera, but if it was up to you, would you? Uh, yo, what's going
0: on, world? <laughs> I'm in front of the I'm in front of the camera right now. I ain't shot. Go ahead, take a picture, and it's still shot. <laughs> um, no, nah, you know, honestly, if I if I had to, bro, like, I'd love to just be a stay at home dad. <laughs> you know, just writing songs <laughs> from the crib, and then just having like a a bad shorty helping her out with her career, and you know, not really having to do too much. I don't I don't want to be a rock star, but mm-hmm. you know, I signed the paper.
1: I signed the paper. <laughs> And now now you you're on your way to become that rock star, and uh, throughout this whole journey, like what's, what are some of the most noticeable or me- beautiful memories that you've made so far?
0: Um, I think uh, some of them would have to be, you know, the crowds saying my name. That was awesome. But that's just that's just so narcissistic of me. I gotta really get like get out of that zone. I think the most beautiful thing for me was um, since moving to LA was the culture here and actually seeing you know firsthand what it's like to be here. It's it's amazing from the mountains to to the restaurants, the nightclubs, the opportunities. Um, I'm just glad I got a chance to actually you know, visually see that. Yeah. Instead of being stuck in my home in Boston, you know. And Do you prefer this weather a lot more? Oh, absolutely. What? You don't like being in the cold? No. Beanie,
1: beanie season all year round?
0: Nah, bro. I think every, and everybody from no shade to Boston at all, but when it comes to us musicians, bro, I think all y'all know, all y'all Berkeley students and Northeastern students, you know this when I say this, Boston is not the place to be successful when it comes to music at all, when people leave. And then you got the weather. The weather just, not the way. When are we going to hear you spit some bars, bro? Uh, I got fine china in my brain cabinets and a whole bunch of savages hungry for more cabbages. Food for thought, nonchalant, with the wash it down with a flask and leave a doll on the mattress. She told me she had dreams of seeing me on TV. Whispers in my head at me, thinking it could be me. Eating Benny Hines and wear designers with Rivianas, or Madonna's liners with Dolce and Cabana. I'm the father to a lot of you modern era piranhas. Take a bite of my persona and choking on my Nirvana. You're geeking off Decepticons. Wearing some fat farms, of pull up to Comic Con. Look, I got a vinyl. All the players from Lionel. Say hello to your bitch, end up crushing her spinal. Got an eye for the vision that God has given. I'm gifted. Presently in the present and every day feel like Christmas. Okay, put Yee. some respect on my man's name. Do, 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 do.
1: I know you can rap, but <laughs> as far as your music goes, um, what what do you think has kind of cop- kept you from really spitting bars, like going full on? Would you actually, uh, would you ever actually release just a rap project?
0: Yeah. Bro, I mean, I, it's crazy because people try to tell me not to rap. So I hope, like, when people pull up this interview and check in the archives and see that, you know, you could actually do whatever the you want to do and stop letting people get in your ear. Because that's what everyone tells me. It's like, yo, oh, don't rap, don't rap. And I'm just like, bruh, let me do me. You know what I'm saying? Like, people listen to Brockhampton, they're, like, so abstract and strange. Yeah. But they've made a career off of this. You can't tell me not to do nothing. Come on. You you, you could really do
1: everything. And right. uh, you're a man of many talents. You could do it all. And, yeah. uh and throughout that journey, like, uh, rapping or
0: singing, what, what came first for you? Uh, it was probably the singing, but that was, like, forced. I didn't really love music until I started rapping at 16, and I was, like, listening to Nas and Kanye and just picking up a thesaurus and using the biggest words I could find. <laughs> just trying to be that nerd, like, you know saying i saying, that spit, like, heavy bars that didn't make sense at first. You studied the game. You I put, did.
1: You put a lot of effort into it, which is why, and it shows. Yeah, and it shows. Who was your f- thank you? Who are your favorite rappers growing up?
0: Um, growing up, uh, oh, actually, what's their names? Uh, there was some folks on uh, Dipset. Dang, he he was on Writer's Block. Yeah, the Writer's Block one, two, three. Jr. Writer, Jr. Writer was fire. Um, Kanye West, I used to like listen to his raps and literally copy his cadences, just mm. replace the words. That's how I started to learn like what 16s were and you know, you know how long a course should be cuz I was just literally taking his and I just put my words on top of it. It was nuts. Uh Jay-Z, Nas. Yeah, a lot of the boom Pap shit from from 2005 and stuff, that's when I started. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that's a good, great
1: way to learn for everybody watching is literally Look at your favorite songs and try emulating that. Once you can emulate it, you see what you like, what you don't like, and eventually you start to pick up your own flavor along the way and and make your own sound, your own cadence, your own everything. Uh, Right now, would you say you've finally found your sound at this point in in time? Uh, No. You're still exploring that?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm still exploring it. It it was crazy though because I do have like a rap singing EP that I've been sitting on and I showed it to one of my friends in Orlando and they were just like, yo, bro, that is you. Like Mm. this is the, Santos that we know like that I fell in love with so you know it's uh it's just being able to manage both what they expect they and what your fans want Mm. and what you want I love that man you have a great voice you you genuinely do
1: uh I feel like you can pretty much sing anything anywhere like I, I feel like how hard is it for you on a melodic standpoint compared to the songwriting uh which one do you find harder uh, coming up with melodies or coming up with the
0: words? Oh no, words! I could do melodies. I could sing something right That's now. What I'm saying, yeah, yeah. Just come up with like a million melodies for random ass chords in my head. But the words, I think, is probably the most important to me. Mm-hmm. Melodies are cool. Like they'll they'll get catchy and sticky. But if you can say some things. Boy, you, you 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 changed my day with just like, I'm, t- I'm tweeting it now. I'm putting it on Facebook. I'm texting my exes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, it's more than just a melody for me. So lyrics are really, really the hardest, but the most important.
1: Where do you think most of your songs come from?
0: Oh, uh, let me see. You know, as of late, I've been super single. Uh I just got off of my abstinence. I was practicing abstinence for a little while. So, you know, I'm still I'm out there now flirting. Damn, you're off of it? Uh, yeah, I'm off of it, bro. Damn, I remember
1: off. I remember last time I saw you. You were deep in that. You're you're telling me about that whole experience, your your journey in that. Uh what made you get on that?
0: Um man, I, I had gotten my heart broken. Uh, but it was my fault. I I, I messed up. And I just realized it was certain things about my character and, and certain uh, insecurities that I was experiencing that, you know, I was running away from. And I still constantly to this day run away from issues about myself. But creating standards like that, you know, and, and separating yourself from the demons, uh, you know, like pointing them out and just being like, OK, you're going to stay over here. I'm going to stay over here. We're, you're on timeout right now because they're never going to go away. I'm always going to be, you know. A flirt, yeah. But I need to be able to control that. Mm-hmm. I need to be able to gauge that, and I need to be able to protect the people that I am flirting from, you know, getting their heartbroken because of me. You know, I don't want, I don't want to hurt nobody else anymore. Not my thing. Karma is a real thing, bro. Yeah, true. Yeah. Right. So that's why I did it. There's a lot of temptations out in the air, and for me, one of the things
1: I'm really learning uh, that my roommate actually he he put me onto a new way of thinking of. Unless he basically said, "Unless you're in love, like it's cool." to be around people and whatever, but unless you're in love, like, why are you wasting your time? So many, the average male out there, he's always just looking for a girl to get, get at, or then that's just real. Like, like in reality, like we've been conditioned, uh, a male, the male brain has been conditioned to think that you have to get every girl, every opportunity you can for no reason. So there's so many times where we force ourselves to do things and when we don't necessarily want to. And it's like, why? And I remember, maybe like a year ago or two, um, being in that state of fuck fuck fuckboyness when when I would go out and literally a lot of times I would literally question myself after being with some girl. I'd be like, am I enjoying this? Why am I here? Right. And like, you just posted something earlier about post-nut clarity.
0: Post-nut clarity is a real thing, bro. I feel like this mic went out. Oh, we're still good. You're good. Uh, yeah. You know what? It's it gets deeper than that. It's a joke at the surface level, but honestly, yeah. what you're doing is you're emitting energy, and the reason why you get like so down and exhausted is because, like, all of that has gone somewhere, you know. And who do you want to invest that energy into? You know, this is a real thing. You're letting go of energy that you really should be keeping for yourself if you're not progressing, bro. But in like you know out here just fucking around with different yeah. people and just sowing seeds or, you know, creating soul ties when you really don't need all that. Um Dan there was something else I wanted to touch upon, but I'll get to it when I remember it. it but, but yeah, yeah. So just be careful who you choose. Be right? careful.
1: It's like at the end of the day, lust is cool and all, but I feel like there's nothing compared to actual love and something real compared to just Mm -hmm. thinking that you have to be with somebody for something. And before you know it, years go by and you just wasted your life doing things for no reason.
0: Right, right. I mean, that's a part of adolescence though. You figure it out. Yeah. And how old are you again? 24. Yeah, you still got time to fuck around, bro. You're good.
1: (laughs) No, yeah, but part of me is just like, yeah, I I took my friend's advice and I really, really thought about it. And he said in a way where it really just got to me and I was really... Um, just observing and thinking of like, yeah, like, let me focus on myself. He said, when people naturally gravitate towards you and if once you get on your own thing, you become the best version of yourself, people just gravitate and they'll come around eventually. Right. And that's just the way it is. They'll, you don't even have to do the searching. They'll search for you.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's the universe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Playing is well. You, you, you emit the type of frequency that you want. It's going to make sure it stays in line. As long as you stay true to your frequency, bro, the universe is going to be like, okay, I see what you're doing. Let me slap that on there. Okay, here's another for you. You know, and that's, it's just science, bro. It's weird science, but that's how it works. And this episode's brought to you by Corona Seltzer, spiked sparkling water. Get lit. Get
1: lit. Are you still drinking White Claws? If you ever need a voiceover actor. You got one right here.
0: This man right there, you're looking at him.
1: <laughs> have you ever have you ever done uh voiceovers at all?
0: I've always wanted to. I play like characters in cartoons I and I could shit. see
1: I could definitely see you doing some shit like That'd that.
0: That would be fire, dog. Uh, I feel like see. you
1: I feel like you probably practice voices all the time too.
0: Well, me and my friends do like a <laughs> British accent but it's terrible. Mine's is terrible. Let's, I can't really do let, that. Let's, well. let's hear it. Uh say, so, you know, we will drink a little bit of Corona and uh it, it tastes rather uh, it's not good. I don't really like it. Not that great. Not that great. Uh, it's okay. What wish your daughter? It's all right. It's all right. Could be better. With my accent. All right. It's it's not bad. Not Fa- bad. Fantastic. Fantastic. All right. Ten Bloody hell! I had no idea. Um, no, but really, I want to do like weird characters and shit. Like, I don't, I don't really be practicing them. But let me see if I could just do one right now. <laughs> it's like uh. <laughs> Ah no, nah, let me not do it. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry to let y'all down like that, but I can't I can't afford to mess up my future career by by dropping the ball today. Not, said, today. not not today. Not today. Not today. <laughs> today. So well, look- you may see me in some cartoons in the
1: future. There you go. There yeah. you go. You're good though. Now uh I know you're deep into all that uh growing up. You 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 were big on like anime and stuff, right?
0: Yeah, still am. Still are. Yeah.
1: What are some of the f- favorites for people that don't really watch animes?
0: What's a good one to watch? Um, Demon Slayer's got my attention right now. I felt like a really, really interesting one, and it so happened to be a Netflix one, so all you anime heads, the real ones, are probably going to crucify me for <laughs> making this an option because Netflix anime doesn't count. Um, but uh, it's called uh, Something Neverland. You guys know what I'm talking about if you guys look it up, uh, but it's about kids who are, are orphans. Um, and I don't want to spoil it because I just dove right into it. But the very first episode was an emotional roller coaster ride. It's just, and just the synopsis: it's kids in an orphanage. Uh, they call this one lady their mother, and you know they're just living life, playing tag, and getting really, really smart. And the smarter kids are, you know, uh, they're they're idolized by everybody else. So you, you strive to be the smartest kid. But there's a twist, a deep, dark, twisted twist <laughs> so watch the show it's called it's called something neverland you'll find it on netflix
1: and had you shedding some tears or what
0: yo low-key the first episode almost did and i'm a crier y'all so like you know when it's real is real and I, I will shed a tear you know i say when it's done right
1: what are off the top of your head what are three movies that made you
0: cry okay uh uh, uh a marriage story um <sighs> I mean, this is not a movie; it's an episode. But the Will Smith uh, and his father scene. Oh, Fresh Prince! Yeah, Fresh Prince. Yeah, that, that one was that uh, was sad. that was crazy. Why don't you want me? Right? Yeah, yo, and I still yeah, cried to this day. Hit. I can't hold that it. That shit hit to this day. Yeah. Um, and then the last one actually, a lot of people are probably gonna make fun of me for this, but uh, uh, it's called uh, Dear Simon, I think. Dear Simon or Dear John? Dear Simon. Dear Simon. he? I know there's a Love Simon. Love Simon. love Simon. Love Simon. Love Simon. Yeah, yo, honestly, I don't know why I cried, y'all. Uh, but it was like when he got on that 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 uh, that that the Ferris wheel, and he's waiting for the person who said that he loves him, come through. You know what I'm saying? And he finally shows himself. like, nigga, I knew it was you. <laughs> I knew it was you. But the way that they just got into it, it was just it was just like, yeah, finally. Like Simon, go be happy, bro. Go be happy.
1: Go be happy. Fuck, my boy is all about uh, finding your love and and getting there. I think yeah. that's one of the most beautiful things out there in, in general. I feel like most of this life is literally for love. Like regardless, that's why there's so many fucking love songs, so many everything. Like at yeah. the end of the day,
0: life's about love. It is, man. I had a strange phase too about love. Like I thought like polyamory was something I wanted to do and just have two girlfriends. But nah, <laughs> nah, nah, y'all. It's not. It's not. It's not what it's cracked up to be. <laughs>
1: I feel like in L.A. you could definitely have that going on all oh, the time.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I've, I've dabbled. I've dabbled a I've bit. I've dabbled here and there, you know. Uh, Hinge and COVID were my best friends.
1: You were on the – I feel like it's crazy to think that like five, five years ago – all that shit was like, everybody was doing that shit on the low, like people that were doing on on social or dating apps. Yeah. Like no one wanted to talk about that. Everyone was like scared. And nowadays it's like the normal conversation. Right. It's like the almost the only way for some people to go out and meet people.
0: Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Cause look at what we're going through now. We yeah. can't really casually, everyone's paranoid. Everyone's afraid of somebody, you know, but yeah. when you meet them on hinge, this is a natural advertisement. So you need to pay me for this. But yeah, I vouch for Hinge, Doug. <laughs> you know, because no, it's cool. It's cool. For those who are actually trying to look for something, um, yeah. you know, Hinge is, is dope just because uh, you're able to kind of engage with somebody on a personal level before you go out. And when you do go out for drinks, you can kind of still figure out like, you know, what? I don't really like you. We're not doing this. Mm. They usually, for me, it's like the heart or the part about
1: dating apps I don't like is that you really have to spend time having conversations with different people. I guess it's the same shit, just in... Not in person. Um, but by the time you get to actually meeting with them, you should kind of have a sense of like whether or not you vibe with that person. But even then, it's hard to tell because you're only. Talking over messages, you have right. no idea what their personality is like. You have yeah. no idea. What you know,
0: it's true because you got people who are fast texters and exactly. witty texters, and when you talk to them in person, it's just like, where was that person that was just texting? Like, you're so dry. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. I, I feel you. Vibing in person is completely different, and unfortunately, you're right with dating apps. It's a whole bunch of you know the circles. Waves. You and, never know what you're gonna find. Exactly,
1: and I feel like I don't know. For me. Yes, yeah, there's some people that are just lonely and they're actually looking for a relationship. But like majority, if we're being real, I mean, what are the what are the percentage ratio on people that are just trying to hook up and people
0: that actually want something? Uh man, I'd like to think that people are looking for something. It just usually ends up being a hookup. <laughs> like nobody, I don't think nobody really go in thinking I'm going to be a top on Hinge and just throw my ass at every dick that swipe right, right? Nah, I feel like, you know, everybody wants to be wanted by one person. And, and, and if you are, there's nothing wrong with oh, that. Oh, yeah, I mean, no, go, no, yeah, no shame, no go, shame. Go do your thing. You know what I'm saying? Um What about you, bro? We support. Uh Luckily, I remember when I
1: first moved here, I've been lucky enough to navigate around certain people. Yeah. And so there was always girls around, and I I really got lucky that I just happened to be in a good environment of people. And so it wasn't until... Maybe, like, a month ago, maybe? Honestly, I remember a month ago, I caved in one day. One day, I was bored, right? I didn't have shit that day going on. And being completely honest, like, I downloaded fucking Bumble, right? Hey. I, I, go, I download Bumble, right? I, I'm like, all right, let me give this a try. I go hang out with some girl. Okay. Right? Like, an hour in, and... And now we're, even on my way there, I was like questioning my head. And I'm like, why am I fucking here? Do I really want to be going? Do I really want to go? So I just went, met up with her, kind of hang out for a bit. And I remember that night, I I told my roommate we were going we're gonna to eat together. Yeah. So literally during the ha- half, like an hour together with this girl, I was literally like not really feeling it. Oh, and I was dang. literally like, uh, so I kind of told my roommate I got to, I got to go get dinner with him. Oh, you
0: pulled an okie-doke. You yeah. told a derv like, oh, dang, yo, they're, the electricity in my house is off, man. <laughs> my dog ran out of my house again. <laughs> again. What, what, dang, Sumo. I got to go. I got to go. What's some of, what are some of the worst excuses you made? The worst excuses? Uh, Yo, low-key, I did that last night. I, I told some girl, I was just like, yo, the electricity is off in my house. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I usually keep it a hundred, but I can't remember. I I know, I know I have some bad ones. Have you actually
1: told a girl just straight up? Like, honestly, thank you for your time. I'm not really feeling you right now. I got to go. What's, what's a nice version of doing that for
0: for all all you guys uh, watching right now? I, don't ask me bro I'm way too nice See my thing is I'm patient Like I'll sit there And I'll wait for that person To kind of redeem themselves But like If it's some If it's some super wild stuff Like her breath is kicking I like I'm nice enough to be like Yo like You need a you need a mint I, I got a mint I got you here And she would be like For real I'm like yeah But it's cool But yeah Take two But it's cool You know I'm just too nice dog I don't know So don't ask Don't look at me for, I'm not a relationship guru
1: Oh, shit. Hey, nothing wrong with being... T- no, nah, there's a lot being <laughs> wrong with too nice. No, but honestly, no. I think that was like one of the only ones that I can remember. Or, I don't know, for a long time, I would have girls over. And I would... Up until last year or two years ago, I never had a girl spend the night. And I don't know. There was just like...
0: Oh, yeah, you told me the so. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I would just tell, tell them that I had to work the next day or that right. I had to get up early. And then eventually, I don't know, It's just like... I stopped using that as a as an excuse and just kind of, like, allowed people to stay. And from there, it kind of just turned into something else. And, uh, no, honestly, like, I think as much as much as e- whoever guy, female is watching this, as much as lust is cool and all, like, I think you're – it's all temporary. That's all temporary pleasure. And yeah. at the end of the day, it can only get you so far. Like, I literally remember, like, gr- having girls over and then, like, an hour after they leave – Cause because I kicked them out, which was stupid. It's like, um, but an hour after they leave, then I would be the sad one, and I would be like, "Yo, like,
0: I want the company again." Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I feel you, especially when it's somebody that you can relate to. Like, there's there's just one chick that I'm like kind of like flirting with right now, but I feel like, and, and she's not even the you know the hottest like thing on the block. You know, no, no offense. Um, but. She's hilarious. She makes me laugh. We trade memes. When she does come over, I do feel sad when she leaves because I'm just like, yo, I'm learning so much from you. I'm learning, you know, how to laugh again. You know, new jokes, you know, uh, arts, too, because she does photography, which is another thing about y'all youngsters out there. All right. You know, just be selective now. All right, you want to grow. You you about to be a man, okay? You what, 21, 22? And you think the life is dandy right now and you're just wasting your youth. But trust me when I say you want to get a head start with developing relationships with those who, who uh, reflect your career or reflect your future. Don't just be laying with these heathens out here and then, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking like a pastor. Hold on. <laughs> Give me a second before I start preaching on it. Past, pastor Santos. So, sounds right. For every girl watching right now.
1: What does Santos Silva look for in a female?
0: Uh, Let's see, man. What does that perfect girl look like to you? I need a derv who, you know what I'm saying, smoke good, uh, dress nice, uh, watches anime, has tasteful suggestions. What else? Oh, that turns me on. Oh, uh, God damn it. Edu- edumacated. Okay, you got to have your GED and potentially gone for some sort of you know college graduate whatever I never went to college so I don't even know what they called them the bachelors and shit uh yeah, I never went to college uh let's see yeah you know, honestly man just just somebody who who vibes with me and has a very very uh unique memes folder
1: memes <laughs> they gotta have the memes on, on right block.
0: yeah, I've been on fire with my memes lately bruh. <laughs> I've been on on deck I just have them like Pokemon cards. I mean, for every occasion. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's great. It's a great conversation. Like you know, audition. What's it called? Uh, I I feel like
1: one of the things I could definitely see a big perk for you when it comes to women is I could see you always being the funny guy. I could see you being the you funny know, guy. It, you, got, nah, you, got, you know you got, what? You got, you got some humor, bro. They
0: they, they don't uh, you know uh, they don't say that I'm funny. They say that I'm corny. <laughs> but it's like they like it though. They like. The but corny. you like it though. But you're still here though. But you're still texting me though. I call me corny all you want, but I'm still getting I'm joking. I'm abstinent, y'all. Damn, I'm talking reckless today. It's the Corona <laughs> seltzer, y'all. Y'all still on white clothes? <laughs> Corona seltzer. It's sparkling spiked water. Corona.
1: I right, cut the check, Corona. <laughs> no, but uh, honestly, bro, like, since I got to L.A., bro, I've been drinking these more often because usually if I'm around girls, girls love these things. And uh, and then more people are starting to get onto these, I guess, because it's like lower calories and shit, seltzers yeah. in general. Um, but I don't know. For me, it's like, it's so bland. It like doesn't taste like anything. And it's just like, it's, it gets the job done, I guess. But reality, it's like, there's so
0: many things we could drink that are better than this. Oh, absolutely. What? I don't know if it's alcoholic in me, though, but that was fine.
1: Yeah. What? What are you? Usually, are you? I know you. You. You fuck with Henny, but
0: uh, overall, is that your favorite thing or what? Uh, nah. Um, I, I. You know, I tried Dom Perignon for my like 28th birthday for the first time. Mm-hmm. That was fantastic. The super delicious bubbly stuff. Um, but you know, I'm usually when I go to the bar, I just get like an old fashioned. That's your thing, old fashioned. Old fashioned with a nice old rock.
1: Shit. Sorry. Right. Uh, for me, it's like two.
0: Straight up I don't know It's too straight up I'll with mixed
1: drinks I, I like mixed drinks
0: Yeah those are funner. I get that I think it's just like The Caverdian side of me Like seeing my, my parents mm. And my uncles do it all the time Like I was just like Oh that's a cool thing And the, you know The smell is kind of Very nostalgic for me mm. Yeah So uh, What was it like for you Growing up bro Like I really want people to
1: Explore a side of you That they haven't Necessarily seen for you What was it like growing up
0: Tough my sister tormented me with duets of Celine Dion and Shania Twain, and I was forced <laughs> to sing with her. That's like how I started being a vocalist. Mm. Um, uh, it, it was really tough growing up too. Uh, I, I had a lot of you know trauma experiences, uh, especially living in the countryside with racism, mm. not really finding a place to stick in, and uh, I was always you know standing out. There was you know the whites, the Hispanics, the blacks. And none of them accepted, you know, my family. You know, you were, they like were just,
1: too, you were, like, too much on the edge of every single one. Yeah. You know, I never fit yeah.
0: in fully. The w- black kids, they were like, you're too white. The white kids were like, you're not white. The Spanish guys were like, you don't know Spanish. So I was just like, fuck, like, who am I supposed to vibe with? Yeah. You know, I just made, like, really weird friends. Uh, my brother was into the violence stuff, so he just, you know, ran with that crowd. And my sister was my sister, you know, all the boys and the girls, you know. These girls just have it easier than guys. But me, I just... You know, I was into TV production. I was a fat nerd. I, I made people laugh because I was corny. I was like one of the lead uh, anchors. Wait, fat
1: nerd, as in you were literally fat? Or oh, like dude, fat yeah, nerd
0: as- I do, yeah. I had that thoughts and everything, bro. Really? I was, yeah, I was big. What's I was as big as you ended up being? Um, I think it was just the fact that I was short and big, but I think the biggest weight was one eighty. One eighty. Yeah, I'm one eighty now, but like I grew taller. How How short were you before? I was like. Five, five, five. Oh shit! Five, 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 four around there, and it just like it showed. But you know, I I embraced it. I you know, I embraced the nerdiness. I, I was on TV production, you know, and I was an announcer. But every episode I owned, which goes back to my whole Final Cut Pro, you know, editing and and cultivating visuals. Um, and I just owned every episode. I was like, you know what? This is me. Uh, I don't care. You know, I if I don't fit in, I'm a Cape and I speak Portuguese and nobody here does. Like, I'm gonna just do me, bro. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then after that, that's that's my childhood. That's your childhood? Yeah, pretty much.
1: For for you, um, what were, like, some of the best lessons that you got or best advice that you have or people that you looked up to? Like, were there – did you have a role model?
0: Um, Nah, not really. It was not tangible,
1: Mm. not
0: tangible role models. It was, like, you know – Internet celebrities TV. and yeah and stuff like that because I didn't have a dad that was my dad mm. around. He was around, but like he kind of has issues, yeah. um, uh, with, with schizophrenia, which is something I've once been diagnosed with as well. Mm. Uh, that I you know overcome that challenge, but you know my stepdad, he never. I can't say he wasn't good dad to me, but he definitely was a better dad to my brother. Mm. You know, he even taught my brother like how to fight and whoop my ass because <laughs> so I was just a big kid that nobody could take down. So I was just like, damn, dad. Really? Gonna teach my little brother how to whip my ass. Okay. So yeah, I never really had. I never really had one. Uh, I was kind of tough, but you know, everyone. Yeah, you know, there was a lot of adults in my life. I do yeah. have to say thank you to them for you know leading me in the right direction. Gotcha. You know what, I mean? uh, what do you? Who do you think was the first?
1: Or what do you think was the first glimpse that you had at like realizing that this artist shit was possible, or that you could actually do something bes- that you actually want to do? Like, wh- what was like the first? taste of that or a person that you saw it and made you believe everything was possible like for a long time were you negative were you positive what
0: What was that like? For a long time, I was always on, you know, I was teeter-tottering. You know, growing up, I wrote Humpty Dumpty in middle school or in elementary school, and I thought I was a man. You know, and then I stopped. And then I I went to chorus, and I was in all-state, you know, won competitions. Then I stopped and did TV production. And then I met this kid that I was writing songs for. And then, you know, I moved out of my house, and then I stopped, and I just gave up entirely. But I think there was this one time when I was in Rhode Island, and one of my friends was out he like lost his cell phone and he asked me to sing a song that I wrote to cheer him up and I was like what like that's weird <laughs> boy all right cool so I sang it and that's weird but I'm gonna do it yeah I did it because <laughs> my homie and when I was doing it my brother chimed in he sang the chorus my my cousin came in and filled the Bgs and it felt good it did and then I, I looked at my friend I was like okay Yeah, you good? He's like, and he smiles at me. He said, Bro, I'm I'm great. Thank you. And that's when I realized, you know, just how powerful art is and what Mm -hmm. it can do for somebody. I was like, you know what? Fuck that. I want to do this for the rest of my life. Like, I don't care if I'm broke or if I'm homeless. If I can make your day so much better, you know, like I'm gonna get rich eventually somehow. Like that. That's there's money in that. Fuck it. That's beautiful, man. Uh right now, as you grow along
1: with other artists, who are some of your favorite artists on the come up that you're big fans of?
0: Um, shoot, I'll tell you right now, actually. I got a whole playlist of people that I aspire to every day. Uh, you know, I started getting into Cagliucci's. Cagliucci's fire. Bro, I didn't think she was that fire until I heard that album, bro. And she has a song like, Dama, Santa Santa Loma, no, you don't know it? I haven't heard her album Bro, it's really so yet. fire I, I'm I, sleeping on her. I'm sorry, y'all All my Hispanics I think I said it right
1: I've, I've heard you say a few Spanish words You can, you well, can pull come it on, off Come on, like You can pull, pull off Hispanic for sure Wait, you speak Spanish?
0: Yeah, I speak Spanish Oh, so you'd you be able to put me in my place
1: You sound good, though yeah, do do You okay. sound good mm-hmm. you can Pull it off You can pull
0: it off It's all the Dominicans girls I've, I've dated in the past um, there's this guy named Keshi. He's absolutely wonderful. Uh uh, uh Asian POC is just crazy. King Princess, she's phenomenally nuts. Um and then one more. Uh, I guess yo, Phineas Penn game. And Phineas, Dom- crazy. Phineas and Dominic Fike. Dominic Fike. He's like that man can do it all. He could <sighs>
1: and he shows it. That's what I, I love about it is that the versatility, the harmonies mixed with the bars. Right. That's what's crazy for me. And just His whole trajectory is crazy. And that kind of pressure of like needing to do things. Have you watched his Hulu documentary? Nah. He has a documentary on Hulu. Fire! Fire. I got a pizza. It literally shows from like the moment uh, he got signed or before he got signed to like the release of his first album. That was fire.
0: I will say this, Dominique, I don't know if you're watching this or if there's any fans out there, so don't crucify me, but I'm going to keep it a buck with you, bro. Your album was I. It was all right, bro. I was like genuinely kind of disappointed. Uh, but I think you get a to kick ass with this next one, dog So you, I still you, I still got my money on you, dog Just come hard I want you to come I will leave you, my nigga Florida, come on, stand up Kitty Florida, repping Florida I all day I don't, I don't know how you felt about the album when you heard it
1: I thought it was cool There was just uh, There were certain songs where it was like You could skip Like the whole thing wasn't like completely It wasn't a timeless album, I feel But yeah. it was good It was It was. It was cool I, I like some of it Like the song Florida I fuck with Like it was a great outro Certain things I fucked with, but uh yeah, we could say well, we could both right. agree that it was right. lukewarm. It was that, right, yeah. Lukewarm. Lukewarm.
0: lukewarm. Yeah. Such a weird word. When when's your album coming out, bro? <laughs> as Soon as I get it sounding better than uh Dominique Fikes. <laughs> I'm like a little behind right now. But <laughs> we're we're discovering new sounds, you know, and it's it's a constant evolution, man. And I never wanna be married to the idea of of you know, a concept when I'm always growing. Mm. you know um, so the label they definitely want one to come out soon I kind of want to take my time I want to continue to find who Santos is and I hope you guys stick around for the journey and uh, you know
1: you've been knocking out records like crazy though like you played me some stuff and you got you yeah. got a good amount of records already
0: oh yeah dude yeah and that took a very long hiatus from getting back in the studio I've been writing for a lot of people lately but I've been sitting on a lot of them and a lot of them aren't going through no? <laughs> nah man hey. it's just sharpening the sword mm. You know, I'm okay with that. Yeah. And just for like everybody watching, like not
1: everything you make is gonna be a hit, not everything you make <laughs> is gonna come out, not everything's gonna see the light of day. There's gonna be so many things you just scratch, and that's just the process of. Yeah. By the time something actually comes out, it's for a reason.
0: Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure you know not never to get married to any of your ideas. You yeah. know, you know, you plan expectations, but those expectations will never like actually meet, especially in this industry, bro. Like, don't don't your expectations should be low. 'Cause nothing's ever gonna go according to plan. Everyone who tries to plan things out, he usually fails unless you're Drake and you have his PR agents and everybody on point. Like even then, like they gotta move and roll with the punches, cause like you never know when a Takashi Six Nine is gonna meet you in the club and just get you on camera and all of a sudden it goes viral. Now you gotta just completely dissemble everything you had planned up just to cover up that bullcrap. So True. Never get married to anything, guys. Ed Sheeran said it once: a hundred songs before you can even get one hit. Just keep writing. This is your life. This is what you signed up for. Embrace that shit. Be that shit. Step into that shit fully, and don't even expect a hit. Just be you. Be you. Be you. Wise words. One two one two a three a four. Is
1: that your vampire voice?
0: Yes. It's count Santos. And I'm here to suckle your blood. I can't wait for Halloween. <laughs> it's one of my favorite holidays. Uh, Which what's your top top holiday? Halloween, bro. Facts. After that, probably Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, I like the super heavy thematic holidays. Mm. What
1: did you dress up as last Halloween?
0: Vampire. No, uh, I was uh, Afro Jesus. Afro Jesus and, Afro-Jesus. and uh, a killer nurse
1: uh, or, or
0: doctor. I was too man fuck with that yes
1: man uh for everybody watching right now like all all every youngin or not maybe not so youngin like for anybody right now trying to get into the industry or maybe trying to get into music in general like what what are some advice some pointers you got for them
0: uh don't listen to me (laughs) shit because i mean i'm still i'm Working on it too, man. But if there was something that I have learned along the way uh, that may or may not apply to people, it's, um, you know, there's several advices. For example, don't get a manager too soon. Look for a mentor, you know, to kind of, kind of help you uh, guide your way. The thing I used to recall who do you listen to? And y'all motherfuckers need to stop listening to motherfuckers who just, you know, aren't who the fuck they say they are. Motherfuckers say he's hot, but he hasn't landed a hot record facts. on the radio. He's trust me, he's not the person you need to listen to. He needs some guidance too. Facts, you know? yeah. facts. If
1: um, throughout all that, like what what's some terrible advice you've gotten that you're like, all right, stay away from that that advice. Um, I think, or maybe it's like some kind of advice that.
0: You would think it's good, but in reality, it's fucking terrible. I mean, I, I I don't really remember the advices per se, but I do remember lessons that I've learned mm. from them, and some of the lessons that I've learned, which you guys can just apply immediately when someone tries to give you advice, is uh, you know, just trusting yourself and developing who you are, creating your vision, you know, before anything, because people will project. You know, their opinions and, you know, they'll try to convince you so much and so hard that it's the right thing to do, but that's not who you are. And they don't get it. Only you get it, you know, and can you be mad at them for trying to help you? No, you should be mad at yourself, though, for, you know, letting them think that it's what you need. You know what I'm saying? If that's not who you are, you know, you put your foot down and be like, yeah. I got it. It's cool. Thank you. Chase does that to me all the time. I project on his ass all the time. I'm like, yo, bro, we're going to go on tour. I'm going to get you on all these. Like, I'm going to be your manager. Let's. And he's just like, yo, bro, you're projecting. I don't projecting. want a manager. I don't want to go on tour. Never asked for any of those things, but thank you. You know what I'm saying? But thank you. Yeah. And he cuts me off because he knows exactly who he is and what he wants.
1: Yeah. And at the same time, it's like, and I've heard uh, him talk about uh, what he wants. And at the same time, it's like, what you want isn't necessarily what everybody else wants. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants their own thing. Someone could be want to be the fucking star. Other people just want to fucking do it for a living. Other people want to just be comfortable with it. And yeah. there's everybody wants something different. Not everybody wants the baddest bitch on the corner. Right. With, uh,
0: yeah, I sure enough don't. Like half of y'all don't even got souls. So <laughs> like I'm good on that, dog. I want <laughs> I want somebody with genuine, concrete. I'll you know, say fundamentals, fundamentals, just, you know, family backgrounds,
1: and just you funny. For for me, it's kind of weird because like part of me, part of me wants to uh, end up with another creative, another singer or model actress. Part of me wants that because they understand the life and yeah. they're so busy working on themselves that it's like we they they'll understand because I feel like most people that aren't always want to be attached to you, or always want to be around you, and that's nice. But it's cool to have your space and to. Yeah. For me, the way I see relationships a lot right now, it's like even to this day, like with certain girls, it's like when we're around each other, it's all love. But when we're not, we're doing our own thing. And that's cool. But uh yeah, so part of me kind of wants someone in the creative industry. But then the other part of me is like, I kind of just want a low-key girl that nobody in the fucking world knows. And so it's just like, is that is the duality. Of part of me wants someone is equally in the industry or is equal is going to be really having the most successful trajectory. And For then another sure. the part of me is like, I just want to be a stay-at-home
0: mom. Yeah, yeah, I feel you, dog. I feel you. Oh, shit. Uh, what do you want? Uh, I, I definitely, I already had the route of, you know, the low-key shorty and stuff, and that was cool. But mm-hmm. I think I'm at an age right now where I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to grow. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like, you know, the... Why else engage in a relationship unless the person's there to help you grow? grow. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's kind of what I want. Facts. You guys creative,
1: can water each other.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely have a creative, another creative artist, if she helped me out. You know, and we're being productive, and we fucking like <laughs> shit. What more could you ask for? Right, for sure. Uh, shit, are, are
1: there looking back at life like? what's something that you would want to tell your younger self if you had to, if you could tell yourself something 10 years ago, 20, like 15 years ago, what would be something that you would tell your younger self?
0: Um, that I should take more bold, create more bold decisions, Mm. go through with them, not be so afraid. I think, uh, I spent a lot of time being safe, you know, um, the comfort of my own home uh living under the rings of of wings of my roommates uh and just playing it safe but i I feel like you know if i would have made the move to california a long time ago and just trusting my intuition um i probably would have seen a lot more success picked up that piano and really try to learn how to play it That guitar really try to learn how to play it i'm looking at you you know the kids with the instruments in their house ain't touching it trust me five years down the line bro I'm not even. I'm not even going to tell you. You don't. You don't even deserve to hear this information. They don't, yo. I wish I would have picked up that fucking guitar, dog, and I just learned how to do it so much better because I understand music, you know. But man, I'll be one soft stuck kid right now if I had a guitar. Black dude just playing and singing some John Mayer. Them bitches love me right now. No, oh, yeah, I always think the best. When, like I guess if anybody, body is Wonderland. <laughs> if anybody is Wonderland, I use my hands. Oh, oh, I fucked that up. <laughs> body is Wonderland. <laughs> if, I feel
1: like for everybody, any artist watching, like or anybody trying to accomplish anything in life, whenever in your head the question is, when is the best time to start? The best time was honestly yesterday or five years ago, but that already happened and if you haven't started like the best time is right now like right Right now Now. for example for me honestly like growing up on my journey um like for everybody watching right now like um right now i i used to make hip-hop music for a while and now i really want to be a singer but for a long time i neglected certain things like right now i i know enough to make shit but it's like i'm not the best piano player i i know some chords on the guitar but at the same time it's like right now I'm working on really building the craft. And just like you said, like there was a lot of fucking time where I was just fucking, I was like, Oh, this is enough or I can finesse it with this. And it's like, there's nothing like being able to pick something up and just be able to do what anything free freely and just really get into it, vibe out. And that's what, that's what learning something can help you do it. It can, You can play something and just let your emotions run wild instead of having to think in your mind, oh, this is that chord that's going to display that. Like, if you can just pick something up and just
0: let it, your emotions or however you're feeling. Lay it down. Just go in. Yeah. And then eventually you'll get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, eventually it'll start to come to you. Yeah. You know, that's what a lot of these... Me as a vocalist, I never had vocal training. Yeah. I just picked up, you know, my instrument, which was my voice, and I just used it. You just practice, 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 Uh, practice. Took me a long-ass time, but, you know, I'm here now, so...
1: Yeah, after
0: his his voice
1: wasn't always angelic as it is
0: right no, now. No, no, hell no. I had I had some very uh traumatic uh, experiences, but have you ever cracked on stage? Like uh, your voice cracked? Yeah, on some Usher shit. Yeah, you ever seen Usher sing a uh, climax? It was like the B T awards I think Mm-mm. or the Grammys? Was one of the He his, cracked? boy? Wow, that's my man's now. But like he cracked, it was bad. And I yeah, I think I had the same. I had the same shit happen to me. And it's yeah, just it's a part scary. it's
1: part of the journey. It's <laughs> like
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just, everyone just looks at you
1: like, ooh. ooh. But, but honestly, like if there's one thing that I learned from a lot of friends and a lot of people doing it is that it's better to fucking fail that one time and actually get that practice of knowing what to improve than to right. never having done it and just fucking always just be wondering what if or or not even get to that point. And it's just like, just fucking, it's better to fail early on, especially the earliest you can fail, the better.
0: Right. Yeah, I agree.
1: Like no one, no one's going to talk about your, the terrible songs you made. They, they're only going to talk about, all your hits They don't yo, to tr- talk about the
0: Trust year. bro That's so true bro Like yo y'all uh, All y'all youngins Who are just sitting on records And you're afraid to put it out Because you've got expectations Or some sort of You know Diabolical plan of being successful That's not how it works Trust me You're not going to get it What you need to do Is put things out right now. And then eventually, the universe will start to create doors and opportunities and situations to get you in places that you would have never thought you'd be in, but it wouldn't have worked had you not taken the leap of faith and actually put some effort into it and let the world get a chance to get a hold of your music, for better or for worse. You know? You you could be bad right now, and that's perfectly fine. I was bad before. Everybody was bad before. You heard Chris Brown when he first came out? The man looked like a mole rat. And he was just, like, dancing with bad guys, jeans, big ass jeans, big-ass clothes, until It came out. Then all of a sudden, he was the man. You know, like... Yeah. party next door y'all don't even know that man was chubby he was making some super sappy r&b shit and then he became party next door but he put his shit out he put it out people put their stuff out and eventually you'll end up in the rooms that'll help develop you know the person that you see yourself becoming
1: yeah it's just consistency It's starting being comfortable with starting with where you're at and that's a process for everybody and uh just get through that process get through the initial hump and eventually if you stay dedicated if you stay disciplined because at the end of the day nothing works without you working and that's that's facts facts Uh so before we go bro like is there anything else you want to want to tell the audience or faith without watching?
0: works is dead um what what, what you, want, you want me to tell them something
1: yeah whatever you whatever you got any final two cents
0: uh hey, amen thank you guys for tuning in uh you know my man's right here he's creating a wonderful platform for all the other uh, interviewees that come in the future. Just want to give you guys my blessings and my energy. Um, and for the rest of your youthful talent out there, man, like I said before, just go for it.
1: Go for it. Go Beautiful. For, it. Where, uh, for everybody watching, where can they go follow you at?
0: Uh, you guys can follow me at I am Santos Silva on my Instagram we got the new sessions cover videos coming out dro- dropping two times a month so you guys tune in for that uh, subscribe on my YouTube as well at I am Santo Silva and uh, you know all DSPs, Santo Silva
1: Santo Silva well thanks for having coming on bro and uh, yeah I'm excited to see what what you do for the rest of the year bro uh, much love to you and for everybody watching uh, make sure you guys subscribe honestly subscribe for a future artist Um we're gonna we're about to have your favorite artist on here, you know? So it's just just keep watching. Right here, we got one of your favorites. But uh if he isn't your favorite yet, he will be. So Hi mom. Just keep watching. <laughs> and uh yeah, just work on yourselves. So everybody at home, be the best you, you can be. And enjoy this life. Make the most you can out of this life and enjoy. But thank you.
0: What a fucking life guru. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, dog. You growing up, you don't even need my advice no more, man. I'm <laughs> out. I don't even know why I'm here. He said I'm out.
1: <laughs> do, toodolo, do 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 <laughs> <laughs>